hello everybody good evening welcome to year 28 day 28 of the 30 days 30 years and 30 days live broadcast with great grace uh it's so good to have you here again thank you all for following it's been an experience on its own and i'm grateful to god um <laughs> no every time i take our time to go through each episode and uh to learn myself because um a lot of things that are being said that are not planned you know so i get to learn again and again myself i'm really grateful to god for strength for help or oh, for teaching me all the way for making all things beautiful i'm grateful to god for that okay so uh before i go into today's episode <coughs> i hope you learned yesterday i hope you you enjoyed uh, yesterday's episode uh and all of that uh, so um it's it's really amazing okay so um let me say uh, this as i whew, let me say this just to help uh to help somebody out there okay so uh yesterday i was having a conversation with my mom which i would always advise us to do you know have conversations and ask questions uh, surrounding your birth it kind of gives you a gives you an insight into some of the things that God has been doing in your life and some of the things that um, God will have you do on the earth. So I was having a conversation with her and then she went ahead telling me about uh, the events around my birth and I was like, wow. <laughs> she told me a particular day when she then she had not relocated completely uh, to Kaduna to stay with my dad. She really went to visit and she missed her way and she was going round about you know, from 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. That wow, she was stuck outside with a huge tummy. <laughs> you know, trying to locate her way and all. And I was like, oh, how did you people even do it in those days without phones? I know you say oh, you use letter, but in that kind of a situation, where will you send letter? Where will you deliver? <laughs> you know, where where will you find your way in <laughs> that kind of a a thing? You know, you know. So, uh, but it was so funny, and I was like, wow. So uh, she told me how she went back to Lagos, and then um, it was already due. Okay, before then, gossip. So mommy didn't plan to have uh, extra children. You know, after the two children she had, a boy and a girl, she was okay with it until a word of prophecy came that a child was coming. So, and then mommy allowed the child to come. So afterwards, she did even remember because I was surprised. You know, we have a lot of various uh, birth control methods, but the one she shared with me shocked me. Like I'm extremely amazed. You know, she said, uh, as when she was newly wedded, she was in a particular meeting and she heard a pastor and his wife were saying, for them, the birth control pills they use is that when they don't want children anymore they just decree and it happens and my mother like eh, that's living your life to chance no it isn't i'm amazed because i'm like wow this is amazing so she just told herself okay we have two already daddy says he wants two i'm okay with two and she told her womb all right so no more babies thank you and the womb concord so when a word of prophecy came that oh a child is coming and the child should be allowed oh she now said okay the child is welcomed 
and the child came. So she didn't she didn't get to do that again to her womb, telling the womb to calm down that uh, we are taking a break. She didn't do that at all. And then I came. So mom was saying that, what? So she was like, oh, no, 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 no. So when she saw that she has missed her period, she was like, no, 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 this is not going to work. I'm going to go home and I'm going to deal with this thing. You're not staying. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And all of that. What was her remedy then? I don't know what she said she was going to use hot water for. You know, these are mothers. They have so many ideas that you might like. What was that? But somehow it worked for them. So she planned using hot water to do whatever. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I had to leave. She said, but that day she was in a particular meeting at church and then the pastor was preaching and she said, uh, she said to them, the pastor was saying that if you are pregnant here, uh, stand up. Oh, my mom was not going to stand up. She's not pregnant after all, you know. So people stood up. My mom did not stand up. They called again and again. If you are pregnant here, stand up. She didn't stand up like... Who is pregnant? I'm not pregnant though. I did not say I was planning. I'm not pregnant. So they went ahead to say, if you are supposed to see your period uh, yesterday and today, and you did not see it, stand up. Ha! Ah! Then my mom was the last person that stood up. This woman, Jesus. <laughs> so I stood up and like, oh, okay. So they now prayed for all of them that, um, They'll carry their pregnancy into full term and they'll have their baby safely. Ah, so mom was already in a tight corner. When she got home, she couldn't, you know, do her whatever, whatever she was planning to do. She couldn't accomplish it anymore. She was not excited about it, but ah, oh no, 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 that this is not happening. Ah, but she didn't have a church. This one, she just knew that God was looking at her like, hmm, hmm, don't try it though. I'm sending one girl like that. Her name is Grace. <laughs> Our mommy said to me that the woman's name was uh, Reverend Grace Owalji. She told me the, the 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 wife's the pastor's wife's name and all. So, hmm. so she got home and okay, she wasn't she couldn't do anything about the child. Later on, uh, when it was almost due, she was almost due. She remember that day she was in church. And then that day they told all the pregnant women to stand up and then she stood up and then they told them that oh you have your babies uh you have your babies uh delivery will be smooth for you in jesus name mommy said amen she said she wasn't expecting uh to have the baby at that time yet but she was just uh, preparing and then so she knew her baby was going to come soon but she wasn't expecting the child anytime soon and then she said uh, the pregnancy was a very smooth one for her uh, and all i'm like wow i was also excited hearing this story i'm like oh my jesus <laughs> oh god okay so uh, mommy said uh, on a particular day she was going out uh, she was just telling her sister that she wants to pack some of her things and go and drop at the clinic where her where she will have me that she just wants to go and drop her things there just to prepare and then return and then i've noticed something with my mom it's just how god deals with her whenever a child is about to come she may not know she might just be doing her thing based on just being led to do it but i'm telling you you can be rest assured that that child is coming daddy i remember when we had our last when she had her last uh boy last child you know she she just prepared herself and like 
oh i'm going uh she said she's not going to school today that she, she's not feeling too strong that she gave me a letter to give to my principal who is also who is also the principal of the school she's teaching at because she was teaching in my school you know and i'm like okay plus her pregnancy was never looking too big so i wasn't expecting a child i didn't know that there's this particular room she likes to use for her delivery and before I say, before I returned from school, I was just hearing everywhere just saying, oh, my mom has had the baby. I'm like, no, no. Mommy was still fine today. She didn't like, mommy will have a baby. When she's done having a baby, she'll now go and call whoever she wants to call to come and help her uh, take care of the baby and all of that. So, hmm. mommy has this book that is called Where There's No Doctor. Uh, I, it's a very good book. I, I like, I would like to have a copy myself, you know. It's just, it's not just about pregnancies anyways, it's about health generally. You know, you get to know what to do, know what is going on around yourself or your children or just something to help you. So, mom was just always following that book all week, so, 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 pregnancy, so, 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 week. Oh, these are the things to see, these are things to expect and all of that. So, when she was going to go drop my stuff at the, at the uh, midwives, uh, the clinic, yeah, uh, then the person that was in charge of that uh, clinic was um, uh, Mommy Akindayomi. Okay, so Mommy Akindayomi is uh, Pastor Akindayomi's wife. And um, Pastor Akindayomi's wife is the founder of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. You know, so Akindayomi was the founder of Redeemed Christian Church before uh, he anointed uh, Papa E. Adebwe to take over from him. Wow, I'm like, wow, what kind of um what, what kind of a beautiful heritage is this? Like wow. Okay, so uh let me continue my story. So mommy um uh, said so she was by the junction waiting for was in Lagos waiting for a car or a, a bus that'll take her. She said different buses were passing by. She was like, Oh no, I don't want this one. Oh, I don't want this one. Why she said, Oh, this one is too dirty, oh this one is too clumsy. So, as if she was just being picky and i'm sure i'm the one picking all those things because i can be picky like literally i'm like when she was all like oh my god that's like me that's what i do a lot you know like, oh this one is all like oh no i can't add this oh this is stress oh i cannot do you know so she was like she said she was there for like over 30 45 minutes selecting the bus she went and the one she went enter. finally she saw one that she liked so she entered and sat beside the driver in front with a huge humongous uh, tummy you know so when she sat uh, there they started going and then the man branched into the filling station to buy fuel and suddenly after buying fuel his car stopped moving so everything was working against me just to ensure i don't come to the earth <laughs> she said um actually immediately she entered into the bus she started having contractions like oh this baby is coming soon she started having contractions and so like wow so the driver did everything they could do the car wasn't uh, so nothing was working so she decided to to um <laughs> so where she was staying she said thank god it was beside the road the, the filling station was beside the road she said when she saw that the pool the duration of the contraction was very, getting more frequent she saw a cab that was at the other side, you know, and the car was the cab was driving fast, and she just went ahead and screamed, "Cab!" Okay, no, she went ahead and screamed, "Drop!" 
the car's gone far then pressed brake then reversed then came back and picked her so she told him where she was going to and then he took her there so immediately she got there she said she, oh, she just climbed she, they already know their thing there. anyway she just went ahead and started preparing her things and also the midwife that was there was saying she should go and call mommy i can't lie on me uh, mommy said no she shouldn't worry that uh, she only came to drop her things and the contraction is not yet uh, frequent and all of that so so but later when she fed to Africa she told the woman to go and call mommy I can tell me guess what mommy said that uh, she was already on the bed just waiting and waiting before the mommy will come I had arrived wow <laughs> I came in absolutely unannounced, like, oh my god, that I had arrived, and that, that, that was arrived, though. So when the mommy came, I'd already come, so they just had to detach the baby from the mother, and they took out the umbilical cord. So, uh, the mommy, Akinayami, was saying that, um, she was ready, she was going out when the Lord told her that she has a guest, that a guest is waiting for her already, mm, and I was the guest. Jesus. Wow. So, you know, it's so beautiful. I now see, you know, the last time I spoke about parenting and I was saying that, you know, as singles, don't just bring children into this world. Pray prayers that would usher them in in a very beautiful, miraculous way that down to everybody that will touch them, everybody that will receive them at the hospital, everybody that will do one or two things or the other. It's very important. Now, just imagine the glorious entry for me, the hands of them I came into, hands that God has anointed, hands that God has been preparing for years just because I was going to come. You know, that thought alone, while she was having that conversation, I, I was just huge. After, of course, after laughing loud and all of that, I started reminiscing and I'm like, wow, God, you are so intentional. You are so intentional. Like the way I came, mommy said, with so much ease you know she did i know no she didn't need any help the baby had arrived before the midwife came and the midwife that was coming that was was supposed to come god told her there's a guest waiting for you you know (laughs) and go now she had to leave what she was doing in fact where she was going to cancel the agent and went back and came back to the, the the clinic and then saw that arrived look at the hands that cleaned me up Look at the hands that uh, put on clothes on me and covered me and then prepared me for my glorious destinies. Beautiful hands. You see, I don't know what kind of prayer my mom has been praying, but I tell you, you know, hearing this alone, it got me really thinking that, no, there's something unique, spectacular, and special about my life. And it's not just about me. My generation is waiting. You know, I don't know what God is doing through you today, but I tell you, sometimes it doesn't even matter if your own uh, sto- childbirth story, you know, wasn't too palatable, if it wasn't something you liked, if it didn't look good and all of that, it didn't sound well. You know, I can tell you that it doesn't matter. Whatever I think you, that you think happened at the, the point where you were delivered, you know, it's just the agenda of the enemy. That's what it was. It's not because God is not particular intentional about you know it's just the agenda of the enemy you know my mom said 
so by she was just there till morning uh, by the next day those that will come to the clinic all the pre- that pregnant women came and they saw that she had had a baby and then her sister came back that day and then they went back home so i think it was after about three months that she joined my dad in the north you know so this particular year is like the 30th year of ministry for my dad and my mom in in cardinal state so um it's just so beautiful thinking about it is just so beautiful and then i'm like wow god this can only be you wow god this alone is you and that's why it's very important if you don't know what i've been saying earlier or you don't feel that what i've been saying earlier is right now you know it is very important the hands that cared for you i don't know what happened of recent uh earlier this year i was just thinking about the flow of anointing you know from uh, papa kindame uh, to papa deboye and i was like wow these people are like i really wished i had i just was saying in my heart i just wished i had uh, an encounter with them i just said it i just wish i i desire i had i desired i had an encounter with them that but then of course i would have been very small or maybe i was not even born when he passed on to glory only for me to hear from my mom that his wife was there when i was <laughs> in fact she came and met me already in the world you know on the earth you know, she welcomed me cleaned me up you know and all of that i was like wow i was amazed like these things are just beautiful that knowing that knowing is something my mom enjoyed throughout delivery for all of us it might just look as if it might just be simple simple instructions oh she just feel like doing this and all of that you know but it is something that god uh for day so prayers are very good you know and every child god is putting under your care to bring into this world pray them out now now that you're still young now that you're not married now that you don't have much responsibility pray them out so that you can have uh, so that god himself can help you you know bring them into a world of in a world that he has prepared you know for you all right so there's something that was unique about my 20th uh, 28th year birthday and i'm just going to speak about some of the challenges i had in this particular year yeah so that you know that um mm, that um, god indeed has worked on me and is working on me and uh, so that you also know that if you are having some battles it doesn't stop you it doesn't mean because you're, it doesn't mean that you're not a child of god it only means that the enemy will try so hard to ensure that he messes you up okay so at this particular point at age 28 for whatever reason i just had <coughs> i had um i had um i had um battles oh before i don't say that i've been sleeping a lot please you people should help me what's going on do people as they enter into their 30th year do they sleep me hey, hey, hey by me after i come back from my work workout and all of that I'm just having these beauty sleeps. I'm like, hmm, be this child. I'm laughing at you. What's going on? You know, and uh, I've been a bit hungry uh, some more. Uh, I mean, hungry, hungry. I really know why. Uh, some mornings I'm like, I'm up and I don't feel like taking a walk. Like, I genuinely just, sincerely just feel, oh, I feel tired this evening and all of that i sincerely don't feel like taking a walk because i just feel hungry inside me i don't know how to explain it 
uh, i think uh, this year we are entering there's so much demands already <laughs> whenever i start feeling this way i know i understand the signal and i know what is interpreted okay so at 28 years old i battled with sexual desires i battled with uh very funny needs thoughts and i couldn't even locate the foundation see i'm this person that um god has been able to help me as as much as i counsel people i tell them how to locate things and get it done with but mine i couldn't even source out what the issue was why was i having uh, sexual uh, desires why was i having suddenness i having this need to to feel in a certain way not um I just needed this extra companion. Of course, it's okay to say at 28, of course, you shall be married. But no, it's not like that. It's not about being married. Why was it that um, uh, I was having such at that time continually? And uh, you see, the wisdom here is not to assume that you are James Bond. I should be a pastor. should be you love God. You'll be fine. You keep quiet. It's a lie. Sin thrives in secrecy. Don't be foolish. Go for help, you know. When I noticed I was having such thoughts and uh, the foundation, I couldn't locate the foundation early enough. I remember I spoke to my sister in love, I read books, I prayed, I fasted. You know, like, God, what's going on? Yeah, you know, when the devil wants to mess up with your life, mess up with your mind, mess you up, he just finds something and, and then he starts to, he starts to uh, mess you up. But you see, I didn't notice on time that what was going on with me wasn't. Uh, because I was thinking carnal, because I'm not the movie person, I don't listen to nonsense, I don't watch trash, I don't do any, all those things. I wasn't even having a boyfriend to even start. So, so where was, what was fueling these thoughts? What was bringing in these issues? I didn't know until I spoke to uh, a, a mentor's, uh, a mentor, or how do I put it? Okay, so uh, Mama Lola's friend is uh, Pastor Dio. Uh, uh, is he but? or something something yeah so when i spoke to pastor diane i told her what was going on with me oh she was saying to me that oh grace oh now i understand that it's a normal thing that she said it was hormonal you see she told me it was hormonal and that there are times in the body that uh, in as a woman you know sometimes maybe after your menstrual flow or before there's this change there's just this desire you start to have so she told me so when she was done explaining to me the hormonal changes in my body that that's why i was having that particular feeling and she told me that oh it's it's only a phase and it will pass you know she so she actually told me to read up some books you know she told me to read up and i'd be like hey what are the books you read okay i'm gonna tell you some of the books i read Okay, I read uh, Battlefield of the Mind. Uh, I think I started reading a lot of books, you know, listening to a lot of sermons before I even reached out to her. I was speaking to about two, three people. I wasn't getting what I want because as much as I could, I wanted to ensure, I wanted to know the cause of this. I wanted to know if I was involved in it because sometimes, you know, your entry points are very important. So what are your entry points? Your eyes, your ears, you know, your your... Uh, your eyes, your ears, how to say your nose, that's a joke, you know, those are the major entry points, anyways, your eyes and your ears, what you see, what you hear, what people see around you, what you view, and all of those things, so I realized that my entry points were intact, it, they, that wasn't the focus, but it was a subtle uh, thing, 
so because of that hormonal change the enemy was like okay now we need to get you and why was i looking or searching for help see my destiny is just too precious you know to joke with i wasn't going to just take it on face value because if it's lingering then there's something that is wrong if, if it's lingering then yeah no it's not normal I, let's say for instance i was near maybe i don't know whatever maybe i would have found an excuse for it but nothing of sort was ongoing so it was a phase where i had to i searched for help and then i remember for a while she kept taking out time to reach out to me oh have you done this do this do this so i wanted to see this and i wanted to deliberately take your mind off it i was still doing don't get me wrong i was still doing everything i was doing perfectly well but when i'm in my alone space trying to meditate you know when i'm trying to meditate it just sweeps through my mind again and i'm like god please help me i'm in trouble what's going on here you know and at that point the mistake a lot of young people do is they feel that oh i think i need a man oh i think i need to have sex oh i think i need to get married and then that's when you now see people making rash hasty decisions because of something they are feeling temporarily you need to be very careful you need to be smart and you need to understand how your body is also understand that there's so much about the about a woman you know even this thing happens to men as well it's not even just women you know it's just that for men of course we know that for men men <laughs> they say men are from mars men are from venice anyways whatever it is <laughs> men are moved by what they see women are moved by what they hear so for me those were not the things that was against me it was just an hormonal change and the devil sat on it there's something nice to tell people i said the moment the devil notices that you have a weakness he won't stress himself coming for your strength because he knows he won't get you there you see but the moment he cites a weakness he sits on it and builds a mountain on it guess what he even places a demon there and say don't take off your hand or please keep pressing that button so that you will lose it and then mess up <laughs> so that was what it was you know until I told myself no. So I, it took me a while. This thing I'm saying took about three months. It was a tall order. And I didn't know why it took that long because I've never experienced it like that before in my entire life. You know, but uh, year 29 will tell us exactly why. Because in year 29, uh, that was when I knew that God was bringing me into something tangible. And then the devil was going to cut me out of it. He was trying so hard to cut me out of it. So he was really working so hard. You know, it was on my matter <laughs> so ensure that i don't come into uh that particular uh thing that god wanted to bring me into so we must be sensitive we must be very careful don't just assume so oh so that feeling you are feeling yes it's it is fine you'll be fine just focus on decide to have distractions yes permit some distractions and when i say distractions healthy distractions yeah don't spend time alone because these are the times that i see people begin to masturbate even ladies yes you have to be careful don't avoid loneliness alone uh where you are just alone all by yourself thinking things that the wisdom again i tell women even i tell guys those periods if you are the type that you don't dress well most of the time when you are alone properly dress up well do you know why because thoughts will start to ring in your head oh how about you touch your body it's okay now it is your body touch your breast oh touch this oh touch that before you know it you'll find yourself in what you don't plan to to do you know i can't see that you're attractive oh look into the mirror you see how attractive you are and the devil starts to mess with you so don't give him that room the wisdom is speak out get help get help so that you won't get into trouble get help so that what you've what god has delivered you from will not repeat itself in your life 
you know this thing i'm saying to you is so funny because i realized that in year 20 is it this year now yes earlier this year a sibling of mine had that kind of a challenge yes god was going to visit her in a very special way earlier this year and the devil was against it so he wanted her to do something that would make her feel bad and condemned before god so that she won't come into god into what god has ordained and prepared for her this year you see she said she will go out and when she's coming back in she just once she's getting close to the door he used fear to get her to get he was trying to use fear to get her once she's she's coming up upstairs getting close to the door that surge will just fill her up and she'll be afraid and the moment she's like god no i don't want to do this no lord this is not what i want and while she's saying no 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 she's already in the room she's she has entered into the house and those were the times where most of the time she was alone in the house she has gone into the house she's in her room she's taking off her clothes you know and she said and then she'll be like before she knew she'll just caught her, catch herself like no this is not what i want and you know and all of that and then she starts to pray and you know the devil tell her you see now you've messed up god cannot god cannot uh, talk to you she really told you he's visiting you. he definitely cannot visit you and all of that you know i remember that she was saying that god was showing her the things that was happening they played before her again they said touch your body oh just rub your laps oh do this I, very messy thing she said she didn't even have control over it. she didn't know what was going on and you know for her to open up to me sincerely it was something that bothered her and and she said god said to her that very day god because that day god still spoke to her i said the devil is taking advantage of your fears so get rid of fear and you defeat him so she said that day when she was coming the second day when she was coming, because i remember that time i had ministration so i was out of i traveled okay late last year so i traveled so she was coming back again and then when that sort filled her up and she was already feeling she was frightful she said no devil you can't tamper with me my life is in christ in god i send you out of my business i send you out of my life i have decided not to mess up with my life and and i'm not messing up she said she started decreeing and declaring and she went into her room she kept decreeing even in the decreeing and declaring she still found herself taking off her clothes the devil is a go to. She still found herself, you know, ah, she's decreeing, and yeah, she still finds herself going out. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so sometimes when you meet such kind of experiences, don't feel your body, your hormones is calling for it. That's why we are made. No, it is the devil trying to manipulate you. And anytime it comes to manipulate you like that, I want you to know one thing and never forget it. Just know that God is very close to you. God is said to visit you, and the enemy wants to cut you short. That is the simple explanation to it. God is very close to you. God wants to visit you and the enemy wants to cut you short. That's what he desires. He wants to cut you. He doesn't want you to enjoy what God is preparing or has prepared uh, for you to come into. Do you see? Very, very critical. Wow. So she said that day, even though she was decreeing, she, she was screaming and shouting, No, I stand with God. You know when you are confessing God and you are making your voice louder because... The devil is not is not keeping quiet with the suggestions he was given. She said that was the case. She said until just she felt the presence of God filled off the atmosphere. Fear left her. And she said on that day, God, she had a very beautiful conversation with God. God took her on a journey, taught her a lot of things, and told her that idiot is been fighting that I come to visit you. So he wants to do something that will make he wants her to do something that will make her to feel unacceptable, unaccepted, so that she won't be able to approach the throne of grace with clean hands and pure heart 
Are we together? Please and please. I don't know why God is making me share this particular thing to use this today, but I want to believe that there's somebody that needs to hear that. At a point in your life, it is possible because let me shock you, even if you were married and you have such feelings and uh, your so-called spouse is not around, tell me, will you choose to mess up? Because this case now is not the case of I'm married, I'm not married. That's not the case. Look at my younger sister's case. It wasn't the case of she's married, she's not married. That's not the case. It's just the fact that there's an accuser out there that will not stop at anything until you see that your life is destroyed. But you see, the Bible tells us in the book of John 10, 10 and verse B, it says the only one that has come to give you life is Christ. And he's not just to give you any kind of life, to give you an abundant life. Do you see? God is intentional about you. I want you to also be intentional about God's dealings with you. Don't give room to the devil. He doesn't deserve a space in your life. Yeah, he doesn't deserve a space in your life. Yes. Have I told us that, you know, sometimes some of the things you, you did when you were little has a very beautiful way uh, to influence you when you are uh, all grown up and all of that. Yeah. So when mommy was talking about my younger sister, she said, oh, that even at age two, my sister is the over and bed person. She loves parties. She's, she, as in she loves God. Yeah. God is working on her amazingly, working with her amazingly, you know, but ah, she still loves she has that blend. She's not like me. <laughs> I'm in a world of my own, you know. She, she, so, when we were like at two years old when she was dressing up to go for a wedding, my sister was like, oh, mommy, party! <laughs> and mom was like, why are you so excited? Oh, mommy, party, we are going to party together at two years old. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me today. Ah, for everyone praying for me, thank you. Uh, it's with so much joy. I, I, I enjoy what I do. I'm glad I'm doing it. And I'm grateful to God for the opportunity and all. So we're rounding up powerfully as God helps us. <laughs> Tomorrow will be day 29th. And then on Saturday will be day 30. I just prayed on day 30. I'll be able to come and do... Uh, uh, the dirty so that you hear all the gist all the juicy juice <laughs> all the juicy gist okay so today i was able to visit a friend of mine i just have this amazing beautiful blend that god has given me to speak and to be a blessing to the younger older and older generation yes it's just a grace i must say it's just a grace so i was able to connect with one of my friends an elderly man of course you know Dr. Yomi Lainka, very amazing man. I met one of the days I was taking a stroll. And then anytime we decide to take a walk together, I just know that we are working for about one hour, 30 minutes. And then we'll talk, 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 different talks. <laughs> so it was so excited I had to visit because I've not been chance to do that for a while. I visited with my sister and I know that, oh, Grace, thank you. You really made my day. And I'm like, oh, thank you, sir. It's a pleasure. So uh, I'm grateful to God for the gift of people, amazing uh, people. You know, may God grant you wisdom to deal when God brings beautiful relationships in your life. You know, they are not carried away by what you will eat and drink, you know, and chase people out of your life or being haughty, having desiring things. Please let God grant you wisdom. Okay, so thank you. I see you tomorrow. God bless you. Amen.